he offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend. everyone this is my mom fiona pishka and my dad doug pishka that's really it long enough of me talking let's hear their uh, good message <laughs> thank you josiah thank you josiah <laughs> hello everybody we want to welcome you to another session of jumpstart your journey with jesus and we just want to jumpstart people's journey yes because we're all on different levels so what we're doing is we are just covering some basics to help people Right. In their journey with Jesus. And I think this is lesson number five. Yes, it is. So we have four more yes. after today's lesson mm -hmm. that we will be sharing with you. And today we are talking about... We're going to talk about learning how to pray. So essential. It is. It's, it's, you know, once you meet Jesus, you're going to have to learn how to communicate with him. And uh, praying is more than just you saying words. Yes. It, it's part of that, but it's also hearing what he has to say as well. It's a dialogue. Right, and especially now. Oh, yes. We Today in our service, you know, after service, we have families with children, and there, was a, there were quite a few questions about what they should do concerning th certain things that are happening in their schools, in their community, at their work. And so um, I was able to give some instruction, but prayer is such a big part of what we need to know how to do. Yes. Which is a key thing. So oh. sharpen your ears today. Tweak it up so you can listen to what Pastor Doug and I will be teaching you on. Take notes. Rewind after we go off live if you're watching a recording. Just reverse it back. Mm -hmm. Take notes again. 
post questions if you have any questions we'll be happy to answer them for you and uh, get all you can out of this and most of all though Doug I think people need to practice yes what we're teaching them whatever you yeah. learn today just put it into practice so it can work for you now I know that many people are familiar with a formal way to pray you right. know even some people have their religious voice. Yes. You know, their voice changes. Lord. Yes. And, and they start speaking Elizabethan yes. English. <laughs> <laughs> well, partly because uh, that's probably, you know, like I used to memorize the King James. And right. so uh, that's Elizabethan English. Anyway, but uh, prayer is communication mm -hmm. with God. Yes. And we want to open up the lines of communication with our Father because we need to be able to express our hearts to Him. But we also need to be able to hear his heart for us. Right, right. And that's, you know, that, I think that takes away the anxiety of prayer. If people yes. would realize that prayer has to do with communicating with God. Exactly. It should make it easier, though, because they don't see him. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of standing in front of a person you know, that you, you don't feel comfortable talking with. And I think uh, social media... Mm -hmm. And the age of smartphones has made it uh, a lot easier even to communicate to people that you don't see. Right. Even as well as uh, people that you do see. Yes, that's true. But uh, prayer is communication uh, with God. You know, we don't pray to impress people. Right. But we pray to talk directly. I, I equate this with the old time Batman uh, TV show. Okay. And uh, on that TV show, it was from the 60s, um, but they, ha they had a bat phone. And it was a red phone, and it had no numbers on it. But mm -hmm. you picked it up, and Commissioner Gordon had a direct line to Batman. See, that's before my time. But and, and when there was trouble, <laughs> uh, he could just pick up that phone yeah. and talk directly to Batman. Right. And then Batman would come. Okay. So, in essence, we have a God phone. Yes, we do. And it's not a device, mm -mm. but it is our heart and our mouth just talking to God yes. like like we're talking yes. to each other today. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, and one thing I like about God is he has all different kinds of prayer yes. in the Bible. Yes. He has corporate prayer. He has the prayer of agreement. Mm -hmm. He has the prayer of faith. He has a prayer of thanksgiving. Yes. You know, and he has all different kinds. And so if I'm a believer, <clears throat> I'm just saying if I was a new believer and I didn't know which prayer I should use, you know, that he's given us his Holy Spirit to help us. Right. And I think it's important, though, it's good that you brought up those types of prayers, that we take note to see if we participate mm -hmm. in all the types of prayers. Because maybe we just do one type of prayer, and we might, that might be why we're missing some things. Yes. Like, for example, people who, uh, if you don't attend church, then you're missing corporate prayer. Mm -hmm. you're, not in the, you're not praying with other believers in a church, in a building, which we, we discussed in another Jumpstart yeah. uh, program about the church. You want to watch that, because if you have been told a lie about church and about gathering together in a big building and somehow you learned you know you have to be in a house instead or you you are already to church and all that the devil is um hindering you mm -hmm. 
from participating in corporate prayer with your local church. That is so key. And, you know, one thing I notice, um, the disciples in listening to Jesus and in watching Jesus, they never said, teach us how to have faith. Right. They said, teach us how to pray. They never said, uh, they never said, teach us how to exercise authority over demons. Right. But they did say, like you said, teach us to pray. Yes. And that was, you know, we, we call it the Lord's Prayer, which is, uh, it's more of an outline of how we should pray versus right. an actual prayer itself. But, right. Because, um, you know, it, it, you're supposed to magnify God and uh, pray for what you need and all that stuff. Yes. So what are we talking about today? Well, well, we're just talking about learning how to pray. Yes. You know, I like what Matthew 7, 7 says. Okay. It gives us, you, you could memorize this with an acronym ASK. Yes, I like that. He said, you can ask God, whosoever asks will receive, mm-hmm. whosoever seeks will, will find. find, and whoever knocks on the door, the door will be opened. And uh, so I just, in my Bible there, I have uh, ASK. Mm -hmm. And uh, that way I always remember um, what it's there for, that uh, I can ask God these things. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, prayer needs to be based on a relationship. Mm -hmm. Because you're my wife, I can talk to you uh, about anything, about intimate things, deep things. Uh, things that pertain, I can have conversations with you about things that I won't have with anybody else. Right, and you shouldn't have with other people. Exactly. And it's the same thing with us and God. We should have conversations with God about things. Yes. That we shouldn't have with other people. We could see it right there. <laughs> We're trying to get our timer on so that we don't go over time with you. Yes. But it shows us right there. But, you know, there are conversations that we should have with God mm-hmm. that should be prohibited from being had with other people. Yes. Just like a married couple. There's some things a married couple should talk to each other about that other people should not right. hear from that other married couple. But unfortunately... People don't know this with their relationship with God, and they go to other people talking about stuff mm-hmm. that God's the only one they should discuss these yes. things with. Yeah. You know, so prayer is is based on a relationship, and Jesus said something amazing in John 15, verse 7. Mm-hmm. He said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. So, okay, there's an exchange right there. Right. Number one. We're abiding in him. Mm-hmm. We have a relationship. We're, we're, we're comfortable with him. We're hanging out with him. We know him. Yes. And then his words abide in us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have to know his word. Right. You know, you're not going to be able to pray effectively apart from his word. Right. So this is, I think this might be new for some people though, Doug. It might be. Because we're used to it. Like we know when you pray, you should speak what's coming out of the word of God because that's the language that he speaks, mm-hmm. but it also is the purest form of conversation Yes. With, between us and God. Yeah. So what that helps to do is it doesn't uh, bring into your conversation the things the devil would like you to say or the things your flesh would like to say. Yes. And those don't really produce results because it's the word when uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when we talk, uh, you know, so how would somebody pray... Um, John fifteen seven. Okay. Well, well, I want to finish the part of that. Yeah. 
if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Right. That's powerful. Okay, so how do we do that? All right. Okay, I've met Jesus. I've accepted him as my Lord and Savior. All right, I've confessed it with my mouth, believed in my heart. I'm saved. Now I just want to have a conversation with him. And let's say I'm reading something in God's word, like um, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. So I I would say it this way. I say, Father, I thank you so much that you have made me righteous, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. And I just give you thanks and praise, Lord, that I am right with you and I have right standing with you. So I'm taking that word Mm -hmm. and I'm praying it to him. And so here's the big thing, though, like, you know, I wouldn't just walk up to you and start. I'm just thankful that you're my husband and all. That's great. That's good to have those conversations. But there are times where uh, if someone is questioning my relationship with you, Mm -hmm. I may come back up to you and say, yeah, I'm glad that I'm married to this guy. It's been 24 years and all this. And I'm in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same way with God. Like when we praise God and we're thankful to God, we could use that, what you were saying. I, yes. thank, I thank you, Lord, that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you for making me righteous. But also when the devil attacks you, if the devil were to attack you and say, you're nothing, you're a sinner, mm-hmm. look at what you just did wrong. You know, you just committed a sin. You just ma- made a mistake. You people don't like you. You just said something you shouldn't have said. That's a good time to go to God and confess. Yes. God, I thank you that I am the righteousness of yes. God in Christ Jesus. That's how you use scripture to communicate with God. Yeah, something that uh, you're very familiar with is helping people find their purpose. Right. So as a believer, you are never going to find your full purpose unless you have some conversations with God. Right. Right. Um, you know, I recently saw an advertisement for a movie called An Interview with God. Ah. I don't know what it's about. Uh, I just saw an, an ad about it when I was online somewhere. But prayer is where we converse. Yes. You know, we can have a heart-to-heart, yes. father-to-son, father-to-daughter talk with God Almighty. Mm-hmm. And he will give you his undivided attention because he can be everywhere at the same time. Every time you pray, you get his undivided attention. Yes. Without uh, exception. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said it this way. If a person's going to pray, you need to ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the prayer protocol. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we pray, we should direct our prayers to the Father in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is kind of like the key. Right. That's what gives us that access. Opens the door. That's what gives us, that's what gives us yeah. the right to go before the Father because we have received Jesus. We accept what Jesus has done. And mm-hmm. now we, we, and this is what causes us to go boldly before the throne right. of mercy and grace and that we can make our requests known. I mean, that's a pretty amazing thing. Yes. That we can go into God's throne room, the Holy of Holies. Yes. And we can have a, a conversation with mm-hmm. the Almighty. Yes. With the creator of the universe. Absolutely. You know, I think of my parents mm-hmm. who both passed away um, a couple of years ago. And they are in heaven worshiping God, 
you know, mm-hmm. giving him adoration. So yeah. when I worship here, I think, you know, I'm joining. And the Bible tells us we join the saints yes. in heaven and worshiping God. So this gives us access to when we worship God and we pray, we're having access to do the same things even that our loved ones are doing in person. Yes. In heaven. Yes. Who have gone to heaven, you know. Yep. I, and I think, you know, when you think about it, though, when we when we have this complaining and murmuring and grumbling and um, we're, we're not content, like we're always anxious and that's we're hooking into another realm. Yes. That's that's kind of if you want to put it, that's prayer to that kingdom. Yes. We, we're accessing those things. Well, you know, Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Nothing. But in all things, through supplication and prayer with thanksgiving, yes. let your requests be, be made, made known, known to God. Yes. So prayer is, is making a request to God. Prayer is sharing your heart to God. Yes. Uh, prayer is, you know, hey, this is what I'm dealing with, God. I need help in these areas. Yes. It's kind of laying it out all yes. on the table. Yes. But when we do that, the the Bible even says he knows what we want. He knows what we have need of before we even ask, right? So then the big question is, why do we have to ask? But we ask because we are humbling ourselves for one thing. We're humbling ourselves to go before God and say, God, I need your help. And the other part of it, too, prayer, when we decide to get in conversation with God, we're giving him access and permission to get engaged with the topic of which we're speaking. Yes. You know, in order for uh, the a president of the United States to make a decision, he's got to get information. Right. And in order to get that information, he has got to be able to communicate. You know, um, I heard many years ago a person who was on the communication team that the president needs to be able to communicate with anyone around the world at any at given any time. At any time, yes. And so he was part of this team that make it. So we can communicate with God anytime, any anytime, place, anywhere. Any place. The devil could have you pinned underground. Yes. And you can talk to God and get a solution. Yes. This is how powerful prayer is to God. Yes. So prayer is getting solutions right. to uh, problems right. and difficulties. But it's a communication for any reason. Yes. Even if we want to say, thank you, God, that's prayer. That's communi- Any time we communicate with God, it's prayer. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we just have to be listening because God, he promises to answer our prayers and show us great and mighty things. And, you know, he gives us solutions. And sometimes our solutions will come from instructions that he's, he has given a revelation of to other people. Yes. And then... We meet them, and they give us an answer for the thing that we were talking to God about. And um, I want to encourage anybody that would love to develop their prayer. You know, prayer is progressive. Mm -hmm. And when you first come to know God, it's going to seem awkward. You know, the time that you spent, oh, I I prayed for one minute, you know, (laughs) and it's going to seem like an hour. Yeah. But uh, one thing that's going to help you uh, develop in your prayer is learning how to pray the word. Right. That's the key. You know, God gave us this book for a reason. Yes. So what are some other things that people could pray in the scripture? Well, I like what uh, 1 John chapter 5, 
verses 14 and uh, 15, it says, um, this is the confidence that we have in him, Mm -hmm. that if we ask anything according to his will, Mm -hmm. he hears us. Right. And if he hears us, we know that whatsoever we ask, we have. Mm -hmm. So what that's saying is, if we ask anything according to the Bible, Mm -hmm. see, Another part of abiding in Jesus means when you're abiding with him, when you're having a relationship with him, you're not going to want something that he doesn't want. Right. And if you find that you did, yeah. you repent and quickly change that. You yes. know? So I'm thinking, what about the person that thinks, you know, they found the scripture. Okay, so that's God's will. And they are praying it and asking for it and nothing's happening. Well, then they just need to... Um, check the heart and you know the holy spirit he is here to help us and to bring us into all truth even in the truth of prayer right but there's several reasons too that i that comes to mind as we're talking Mm -hmm. you know daniel when he prayed yes he prayed and the first day he prayed the answer was on its way yes but there was a hold up in the heavenlies and there was a fight yep to get the answer from God to him. And he kept praying. For 21 days. For 21 days. And he did what he knew to do. Yes. Which he fasted, he prayed, he mm-hmm. did his part. And that kept him engaged in getting the answer. Yeah. So I would say when a person prays to never give up. Never give up. My motto is, I'm talking to God. God will figure out how what I need. Like, he'll fix me. He'll fix the person that needs to get the message to me. He'll fix whatever needs to be fixed so I can yes. get an answer. And I ain't stopping until I get an answer. And I think when a person prays, they ought to expect God to give them an answer. And that is key because the spirit of rejection... Mm-hmm is so prevalent in almost everybody's life because a seed was planted somewhere in their childhood, some people from even the womb. And so that rejection wants to bear fruit anytime it can in our life. Mm -hmm. And what better place to show up than when you are trying to talk to God and get answers for things, and it doesn't show up right away. The rejection wants to tell you, that you're not good enough. Yes. God rejected you. He that's why he didn't get it. He doesn't yes. want to give you that answer, but that's a lie. God will never leave us or forsake us. Right. That's what the Bible says. Right. And you know, sometimes a person prays with the wrong motive. Yes, that's you that's know, another thing too. God is not obligated to please your flesh. Right. So, when we ask God for something that's just originates and uh, it's it's all about the flesh. It's nothing about anything else. It could be asking amiss. Right, but we need to differentiate what's of the flesh. The major thing I see mm-hmm. in in people and in my life and any situation where prayers weren't answered, the root of it really was pride. Yes. It was always pride. The flesh meaning like I enjoy having um, something that I like, that that makes my flesh feel good in a way. I mean, it's, it, yeah. and I enjoy it and God provides for it. I remember when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Here's my little girl story. Yeah. 
I was a little girl, so I would have been younger than three years old because when we moved from that area, I was three when we moved. And, uh, and I remember sitting in the, on the back steps of our home at the time. My mom and I are sitting on the steps. And we had a tree in our yard, a fruit tree. It's called a dunk tree. Uh, if you're from Guyana, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So I lived in Guyana at the time, a little girl, and I'm sitting on, on, the, on the stairs with my mom. And I said, Mom, I want some dunks. Mom, I want some dunks. And, uh, and she's like, honey, and it's a tree that had thorns on it. So you couldn't really climb to mm. get the fruit. You had to wait until it was ripe and then it would drop, right? Or if you shook the tree hard enough, like the bark. So my dad would have been the one to shake it, but he wasn't there at the time. I think he was doing ministry. So it's just me and my mom. And I'm saying, I want a dunks and I want to have a dunks. Now I know I can get one. I want one. And all of a sudden, at all, my mom's looking at the tree and she says, Fiona, honey, they're all green. So they're not even red. There's not even one to pick. And I said, I, I know I want a dunks. And, you know, we hear a big thud. We look, and on all the green stuff, this one ripe dunks fell from the tree. I went and I grabbed that thing. I started eating. I was like, look at that. And to me, I'm like, God just answered my prayer because I'm going, I want. And I was just a little child. I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew what I wanted. And I knew that God could give it to me. And And so my mom was like, wow, there it is. But see, God will help us in any way. But when we're in pride, we definitely aren't getting an answer. Because he opposes the proud. He opposes the proud. And God will do anything for his children. He even said, you know, if if an evil father, which would be a sinful person, Mm -hmm. would would not give his kids a rock if they want bread or a snake if they want fish, how much more will your heavenly father, you know, give you what you ask for? Right. And, you know, God wants to meet our needs. Yes. And, uh, you know, another element. So we, let's just go over this real quick. So when you pray, you pray to the Father yes. in the name of Jesus. When you pray, you're wanting to have a conversation mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. And you're sharing your heart and you're listening to what he has to say. And you pray according to the word. And then here's another added element is you pray in faith. That's key. You know, Matthew twenty-one twenty-two says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believing, you will receive. So you can't believe for anything that disagrees with God's word. Right. Whether it's an attitude or, um, you know, anything that is contrary to God's word, you really can't believe for it. Right. Because God, you know, but when you pray, believing you receive. Yes. You shall have. Yes. So you have to approach the prayer table. Okay, I am believing for this. I am having faith for this. And you present it to God. You know, prayer is a presentation. Yeah, it's like doing a PowerPoint presentation for school say or business PowerPoint. or something. Yeah. But God doesn't need to be convinced. No. You are simply bringing to him the evidence you found in his documentation to you. To say why. I mean, kids do this all the time. Yes. For parents, they're like, well, because I'm your child and I was really good and you said, you know, kids do this all the time with parents. Well, the great thing about God is he's not a respecter of person. Yes. Anybody that finds anything in his word that says we could have it because he said we could have it how many mm-hmm. thousands of years ago since the beginning of time he already spoke his word. And we present it to him. He's mm-hmm. like, you, yes, you can. You sure can. And, you know, that's what's awesome about the Holy Spirit. Like, 
if you were to pray amiss, right? He'll help you. Like he'll say, no, you, don't say it like you'll, that. You'll ask God for something, and God will say, no. I'm not going to do that, but I'll do this. Yes. Right? But the Bible even says he'll give us more than we could ask or think. Yes, he does above and beyond. Yes. But the key, but here's the thing. When you come to God, the devil is going to try to persuade you that you don't qualify. Yes. And then you're going to feel rejected. So you're going to, well, I shouldn't even bother. Or I need to ask for this first before I get this. And before I don't do any of that. I just go for what I want. Well, you have to think about God as a king. Yes. And if if a prince or a princess comes to their king, which would be their their father, father yeah. right? You know, they they have big dreams. They have big ideas. Like the princess can say, "I want a pony," and the king will say, "Well, I'll give you twenty ponies." You right, know? right. Because that's how God thinks. He he's yes, a king. Yeah. And so we gotta we should ask for big things. I mean, yeah. Like people think, well, when you pray. There's so many rules to tell people what they're allowed to pray for, when just, they can pray for something, and why they can't. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just talk with God and read his word. It's your relationship with God. Yeah. Your relationship with God isn't behind anybody else's relationship. No. It's not because you were saved first, you get to ask for this, and this person was saved last, so they have to wait. And if you are a person that's jealous of somebody who comes just showing up in church like the prodigal son, and they got the big fatted calf, and everybody's having a party, and you're all sour-faced, it's your own fault. Yes. <laughs> You've had access to stuff the whole time. So, you know, the Bible says that uh, every good and perfect gift comes down um, from above from yes. the Father yes. of lights. So, God, everyone qualifies for good. Yes. We qualify for stuff that was written before we ever showed up. Matter of fact, if you're watching this right yes. now, you need to say, I qualify for something good because my God is good. Yes. And we should not be ashamed of good things. Right. You know. We shouldn't limit it either. No. Yes. Don't limit. God can't fit it in any kind of It just is crazy. I mean, all these rules. I'm thinking, my God. It's like you've got you to gotta memorize a manual in order to have a conversation with God. You don't. Open the Bible. Find something out. And say, God, I agree with this. I want it. Yeah. Thank you for it. You did this for me. Yeah. You know, That's it. <laughs> when our son Gabriel, um, when he turned 16 and he got his driver's license and he didn't have a car at the time, he said, can I use the car? I would say, sure, because yeah. I want him to drive. I was glad that he got his license. I helped him get it. So I'm going to supply what he needs to bring that desire to pass. And this is how God thinks yes. about you. Okay. God loves you. Yes. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have good things and, and nice things and wonderful things. Mm -hmm. He wants you to enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to him about anything that's going to help you enjoy life, mm -hmm. and he will meet you. And you don't have to go check with somebody if you're no. allowed to ask God for this. It's your relationship with God. Could you imagine me going and checking with people if you and I can do certain things in our marriage? That would be ridiculous. It is, it is ridiculous. I mean, frankly, it would be ridiculous and yeah. shameful that you would have to go through somebody else to find out what you can do in your marriage. Well, it's the same thing with God. We have a personal relationship with God, yeah. and he told us a whole bunch of stuff about himself, and he'd like us to respond, you yeah. know? And, you know, I, I like the story of Abraham 
when he, when he found out that Sodom and Gomorrah were going to be destroyed, he started praying. He said, oh, God, if there's 40 people there, will you not spare the city? And God said, yes, I'll spare it. He said, how about 30? And God says, yes, I'll spare it. He said, how about 20? Yes, I'll spare it. How about 10? Yes, I'll spare it. He stopped. Mm-hmm. So apparently there wasn't 10 righteous in the city. <laughs> he could have kept going, and God would have still listened to him. Yeah, but God was listening because why? God's ultimate purpose is to, so that people don't perish. Right, and he put us here. And yeah. his servant Abraham was just bold and having a conversation and, and yeah. praying. And God was willing to do what he was asking to do. Yeah, I just say, look, folks. Be free be in your prayer. Be free. Just talk to come God. Out, come out of religion. Yeah, don't, you don't have to be locked down. up in your room to do it. You, you could just drive in your car, start a conversation with you, God. I mean, what, You could stand up. You could sit down. You could crawl on yes, the floor. You, you could lay down. Whatever you want. Just have a conversation. You, you just have a relationship with God. Yeah. And when you speak to God about things, and then you sp- speak to people about those things, you'll start seeing results. People will get results because you talk to God. So I mean, that's awesome. Here, th- just some key ingredients. You know, you need the Word. You need the name of Jesus. You need a relationship with God. You know, you need to be free from any uh, religious mindset. And even if you don't have, just just talk however you talk, yeah. you know. I mean, normal, normal language. You don't have to come up with some crazy, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thou son of God. Thou father of all eternity. No. It's simple. Simple, simple, simple. Keep prayer simple. Yes. So I, I hope this helps you in your journey with God today. Yep. And uh, in your prayer time, because this is just learning how to pray. We're just touching on yes. some basic things. And you things. notice, we didn't tell you a prayer to pray. We're just telling you all, because you need to do it in your way. And, you know, just read the Bible. Find out where people prayed, mm-hmm. and, and you can duplicate that, because God wrote it there for your benefit. Like in Ephesians? Yes. Tell them where some of the prayers are. They can go look for that. Oh, they're scriptural prayers, yes. is what we call them. And my two favorites are in Ephesians chapter 1 yes. and chapter 3. And uh, Colossians chapter 1, Philippians chapter 4. And those are prayers that the Apostle Paul or whoever, they prayed for those people. You could put your name in it. Yes. You could put, put someone other else's people's name, name in, in it. it. Uh, however you want. And you could just pray it as it is, but in the, in the personal tense. Right. And it worked already for the Apostle Paul. Yeah. It worked for people in the Bible. It's worked for us. It's worked for people we know. It'll work for you. Yeah, you know, I yeah. prayed the prayer of Colossians uh, 1.9. It says um, that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you can walk worthy. And so I would pray, Lord, I thank you that I'm full of the knowledge of your will. I know what your will is at any given moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that, that I have wisdom. And that's how I prayed. And God led me through that. Yep. And you knew what to do next. You knew what steps to take. This is how life goes, folks. It is not complicated. If your life starts getting complicated, the devil is somewhere in there giving advice. Yeah. Prayer is a a fluid thing. So. Well, let's pray. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we just want to pray for you. Father, we just give you thanks and praise today. Yes. That you're teaching us how to pray, yes. uh, and we're learning and growing in the knowledge Thank of you, you Lord. Jesus. And we give yes. you all the glory and all the praise in the name of Jesus. Yes, Amen. 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 God bless you. Well, I tell you what, you can see us online at yep. um, 
vcfpa.org is our website or our Facebook page that you're watching us on or YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube. And we'll be uh, with you again next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.